Lip smacking. Well, 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 well. I should probably have ditched the down countdown already and just go live already because I couldn't fucking wait. You can see now, I couldn't fucking wait right now for this one because this is a, this is gonna be a fun one. Definitely, it's gonna be a real fun one. And uh, you know, I gonna have to ditch also the lousy guests because they didn't work too well after all. You know, for for my basic needs of clout. And, uh, you know, I also gotta ditch, you know, the um, certain things as well. As you might imagine, because, you know, I'm gonna explain in a bit of what this is all about, what, how this is, will go, how did I come to this whole uh, idea of uh, what it is. But, uh, I'll say this, you know, this is gonna be really entertaining shit. And I know it. I know it deep down. This is going to be real entertaining shit right here. And I know it. Because it regards certain recent lolcow. And this podcast episode is going to be dedicated to a certain particular lolcow in particular. Alright. That's the shit. Anyways. I hope you guys enjoy the show. Roll the intro. Here we go. This is the shit. Alright. Yeah! Welcome to Simp. You need Simp. You want Simp. Whatever thing you said, intensely a cope. I don't know about fucking lying anyway. That's a famous line by Dex Herrera. Anyway. Anyway, welcome everyone to yet another episode of the JMA Live Podcast. Alright, we're the show where we deal with the beef. Quality beef right here. And we follow it and we're not too many viewers right now, but I hope this really works real fucking well. Alright, I have to get rid of the guests and I have to change the whole focus of the podcast in a way and uh, I'm gonna explain it in a bit why I am doing this why are you just self-inserting yourself in this amount of drama in a way why what is the fucking point oh anyway I'm gonna do my salutations firsthand to chat in here uh endless hat what's what's up man this song is epic this song in there countdown is really epic indeed uh joy jojo what's up man welcome and not important, why 58 likes and 3 viewers? <laughs> I had to do my tricks, I'm not gonna tell which. But uh, I was hoping this will work real fine. Alright, you know? And I had to get ready for this entire stuff. So far, alright, for get the, getting the show with the extra quality it needs. Because this is, uh, this is quality. This is real quality right here. This is uh, actual quality. And I know it's quality because it's going to be real fun right here. 
We're gonna mess with someone in particular. So I'm gonna tell you what it is. I'm gonna tell you what it is. This uh, podcast in particular is gonna be dedicated to talking about Dick Masterson, aka Dax Herrera, or you know the million dollar man, as you may call it, even though he's not uh, worth a million dollars. Even though he's kind of sort of rubbing his shoulders with Hollywood and LA celebrities, kind of sh- kind of shit, and uh, even though uh, he's not living in a in a mansion, that's true. He's not actually living in a mansion. <laughs> he may tell you otherwise, but he's like, I'm not gonna particularly dox the guy, but you know, imagine if his house was like um, you know, kind of like um, construction builders uh block kind of um uh thing uh, it's like um container kind of size kind of thing right where even the truck he has doesn't fit that's his house that's his fucking house but i'm gonna explain why the hell you're doing this jma what why are you doing this why now all of a sudden it's gonna be about drama shit why why do you have to make fun of lol cows uh, at this point? Why do you have to make fun of Dick Masterson? Well, there's a particular reason to that, and it's particularly clout reasons. And I tell you this thing, you know, I tried my best to deliver, you know, some kind of content and get something out of it. Sometimes it failed, sometimes it succeeded, sometimes it was particularly in between, but Mostly, I failed to get the minimal uh, viewer count that I rightfully deserve myself. And that's the point. I'll show you what triggered me to do this kind of streams in a bit. After I take my mandatory sip of tea. Uh, iced tea, or whatever you want to fucking call it. So, I had this video on YouTube. I'm an old boomer. Hold on. And this this particular video actually is, was the main reason why I decided to make this entire whole show uh, centered around this particular type of personalities. It worked really well. You'll see why in a minute. You'll see in a little bit of in a while in a minute. By the way, this particular video it really worked real well. I know it hurt the feelings of someone in particular, like exactly uh, 31 of Dick Masterson's dickheads, but uh, it worked really well. Okay, good, uh, certainly decent like-to-dislike ratio, 1,500 views, that kind of stuff worked. And we'll see what this video is all about. I'll, I'll show you. I'll show you there. This particular I'm an video old here. I'm and I don't understand change. So I can't kick you. So please leave. Because it makes my life easier. Oh, okay. So you're done with the show. So you've admitted I've won, right? I just want to hear from all of you. I won. Yeah, you win. Yeah, you won. You won. Perfect. I won. Have a good night. Thanks. Holy Christ. Oh, wow. <laughs> I told you that would be fun. I haven't seen that much. I hurt myself today. This video really got 1,500 views. If I still this shit got 1500 views. I couldn't believe my eyes. This really fucking worked at this point. I don't know. Maybe it's. Okay, I'll do the explanatory. I don't. I'm gonna skip ahead this whole thing because I think you guys already seen it in a way. But 
this video really worked. I don't know if it's the timing or if it's the or if it's the like the trends or like the keywords or these SEO points kind of stuff, but it really worked real well. Look at this, 1,500 views, and I and I thought to myself after making so many. Uh, you know, second life trolling videos, which by the way, one of the second life trolling videos I did got false DMCA'd by Pritpong. That's right. The man lit actually uh, false DMCA'd my video because it had a segment on the intro, which included behind a giant JMATV logo, uh, a segment from his stream, which is actually background footage from his stream. So he actually false DMCA and I counterclaim it, I had to delete it. And I also had to re-upload it to jma.tv slash premium, right? By the way, it's on the $2 a month tier. You want to check it out, jma.tv slash premium for the premium content you got to serve. That's the stuff. But uh, anyway, that video has been taken down, sadly. I wish I could possibly re-upload it also to BitChute or some shit like that. That would be absolutely great. I mean it. But regardless, we'll not talk about the mainlet here today because quite frankly, I think that's another subject for another day whenever the opportunity right, uh, strikes in a good moment, okay? But I'm gonna hear, I'm here to talk about Dick Masterson. Uh, Dax Herrera, our boy, the million dollar man. Alright, this this man. Hold on. What's the fucking Oh there you go. That's that's a shit. That's a shit. <laughs> I had the fucking YouTube video in between. Oh man, let me check if I had super chats already. I don't know if I got super chats. This is for curiosity. Mm, not much. Not much either. Okay, I'll, I'll see them eventually as they come up. If they ever come up. That's the stuff, all right? You can send super chats. I don't have the YouTube super chat function, by the way, yet, because I'm not. my channel is not monetized. So you have to donate down below in the description right there, uh, where it's either on stream elements or stream labs. Either way, works fine, all right? I'm gonna try to read them as much as, as, most as I can. That's a shit. But <laughs> bottom line, let me explain for a little bit, how how did I get here with Dick Masterson? How did I manage to getting this beef with Dick Masterson, Dax Herrera? Now it all began. Right, I can explain a little bit how it all began. So you people who have seen me for the last uh, say two years or something like that will know that I've been featured as a guest on the Dick Show for a couple times. I know. I had my, um, you know, my relation with Dick in some way. I had my rubbings with his certain minimal level of fame, even though it's not much, it's still something, right? Mainly to shill my book, YouTube, Susan Day of, the Susan's Day of Retribution. That's uh, the whole ordeal of that. I came there not only to answer his obvious questions about me eating poop, right, but also shilling my best-selling book youtube susan's day retribution which is on jma.tv slash literature if you want to check it out it's on amazon for uh i don't know what price i don't remember exactly but it's right there jma.tv slash literature check it out but i came a couple times to the dick show as a guest 
Y las kind of a minimal guest. He featured me on the rage list, which uh, it actually included the link to my literature section of the of my website. And you know, uh, what is my website currently? JMA.tv. And that's but that's just about it. I mean, it's like a couple of appearances or something like that. I try my best to get as many appearances as I called just for the sake of uh, sucking off to his fame. Okay, I'm a clout chaser, and I'll admit it. There's no way I could not admit otherwise at some point because I get to earn a living out of this in some regard and mainly to, you know, do my usual stuff. You'll know I keep my, I'll keep my honesty up in, up in the skies if I need it. Alright, that's the point. But anyway, the whole beef with Dick Masterson started when the artist uprising happened with Hazen Cruz. You know, like the whole point of Hazen Cruz was one of my editors in uh who edited a couple of my Patreon slam videos in GMA TV Premium and the GMA TV Premium trailer on Pitch Shoot. And he uh, his level of editing is like Sony Vegas tier. And he charges me like two hundred dollars per edit. I know, I know, it's like a big sum of money. I called this Hazen Cruz guy back then on Twitter for that kind of shit. Not because, I mean, Jesus, that, that's a second. Uh, getting a, a mentally handicapped man to pay you $200 per edit. It's like a pure scam at, at most. But uh, the whole point of this thing is that Hazen Cruz did... Um, the artist revolt you know the dick show artists would make like the cover art for like um the pop the dick show podcast and everything every episode just like a individual piece of art that they make for dick so it appears on spotify and the podcast list and uh and itunes or whatever you know that the, the, the cover for each individual episode is made by one of these um you know, Dick Show artists, all right? And they had a little revolt because Dick wasn't paying them enough for that kind of shit. Because Dick is a stingy motherfucker. Now, I sided with Hazen Cruz for a bit, you know? He told me something like, oh, don't self-insert yourself in this drama, bro. But I know I was doing right. I fell for Hazen Cruz because at, the, at that time, he was my buddy, he was my partner. All right, I, I, I would love to defend such a partner like that if it wasn't for the fact that Hazen Cruz is a big-time fucking scammer, clout chaser motherfucker. <clears throat> but, uh, you know, at some point, Hazen Cruz just backpedaled on that shit, and, you know, he sided again with Dick, and he left me, he left my Discord, he unfollowed me on Twitter, he fucking betrayed me at most. And I, I felt like ass at that time. That And I have this huge beef not only with Dick Masterson, but also with Ethan Rolf and all these fucking gun guard people who, I mean, I was kind of relying to for the base, basic clout that I needed. But uh, like at that degree, I had some beef with these fucking people. And they fucking blasted me off uh, of the fucking orbit. Now, I wouldn't go past uh, past that. I wouldn't go really, really fucking 
indifferent to that shit, okay? I don't know what's the word for that, but bear with me on this, you know? At some degree, I pretended to apologize to Dick for calling him a comedy vampire, a term I coined for Dick Masterson precisely just to tell him it's a talentless hack who relies on other people's talent to make his show entertaining, right? Because his show barely on his spare bones isn't entertaining at all. It's just, it's just a fucking boring fucking train wreck. But basically the point of calling him a comedy vampire is just basically calling him a talentless hack who uses other people's uh, other comedians kind of talent or comedy to and fucking fill his show with the comedy sector emission on his standalone show and i don't regret calling him a comedy vampire i don't fucking regret it i took him so fucking good for a while into believing i apologize to him for calling him a comedy vampire because you know what i think he deserves the sociopath game he's actually fucking doing on this degree to actually get fucked. I think he deserves to be treated like the same kind of sociopath he is. And I felt like that, basically. So for a while, I that, at that point where I tried to apologize for uh, the comedy vampire shit, that was when I wanted to shill uh, something I don't exactly remember. I, tr I think I wanted to shell something like JMA TV Premium or some shit like that. I don't remember. I don't exactly remember what I tried to shill there. But uh, <laughs> it lasted for a while. Right? Like, uh, at some degree, his fans, his branded fans, press X to dopt on that shit. I think he took it for a while until he realized uh, how much I'm using this guy as a Kleenex. And that's how I got this beef with Dick Masterson. Now we're at here, where thanks to people like Jesse from Pot Awful and PPP and Godwinson and shit like that, now we're at some point where Dick Masterson, deservingly, is a fucking lolka for some reason. I don't know what that's fucking about. I don't know what happened. What, what the hell happened? Well, it all started with the simp. DMs from Dickie Masterson, where we were simping from the for this uh, bodybuilder girl or something like that. Hey, he might be simping for even more girls at this point. Uh, but bear me with bear me with this, okay? I I get a detail, the juicy exclusive on JMA Live, way later into this podcast. All right, just uh, bear with me on this. They all started with the simp DMs. And uh, the Barbie Mansion shit. You know, stuff we already know. Stuff we already know about Dick Masterson. And then there's the whole crown of this podcast. The, the whole reason. One of the main biggest reasons why Dick Masterson is a lol cow right now. Along with, side with Ethan Ralph. Is because he defended a particular movie that's considered to be child porn on Netflix. It's called Cuties. And also defending other known kitty fiddlers, bear with me if I swap the terms here, just uh, so I don't get flagged on YouTube or whatever. But he also defended a certain kitty fiddler by the name of Digibro. Now, this, 
this is uh, what they get. This is what they get. This is what they do. All right. Well, you want to, uh, you know, at some point, I know Dick Masterson also wanted Britpong to get on his show. What? Oh, no. I, I was here supposed to be to hear from, of Dick Masterson. Like, it was this uh, based alpha male, Chad, uh, red-pilled guy. Oh, no. Well, I, I I wanted to see that. What happened? What happened there, Dick? I, I thought you were this based, red-pilled, Chad alpha male that you were. And now you're defending the child porn on Netflix? That's crazy, bro. But I'll get to the Jay-Z information there. I got this uh, video where he's talking with Baked Alaska. This is from Kiwi Farms. I don't yeah. Know. Hold on. It's an MP3. But uh, I got this from Kiwi Farms. By the way, bless Kiwi Farms for that shit. I also got a couple of exclusives in there just in case you want to see it. All right, that's the cool stuff. Uh, check uh, here for a minute if I got anything just uh, particularly good in here. Uh, okay, nothing, nothing much. But we'll least listen to this talk between Dick Masterson and Big Alaska. I'm pretty much purging to this. Uh, it's my first time listening to this crap, but we'll listen to it nowadays. Okay, it's 24 minutes, so if if it's too long, I'll skip ahead and move on to the next point. Okay, let's uh, let's have a listen. See, let's have a listen. Let's perk up our ears right up. Whoop. Just like that, like cat, like cat ears, all right? Let's perk our ears up. Yeah, um, I think that was which just was lolly. Good. Which is, oh, that was just lolly. Okay, so disgusting. you're getting canceled on multiple fronts here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, he yeah, I, big. I guess, about, <laughs> I guess about the movie Cuties, yeah, I, I'm just very, very opposed to that. I think it's disgusting. What you, what's that? What's that? Uh, the movie Cuties. I know, but what, when you say you're opposed to that, what are you opposed to? Because it's a movie that has 12-year-olds twerking in highly mm. sexual uh, outfits and situations and i just don't think well the girls themselves mm -hmm. you're putting them exactly. through that and then you're having other people um watch that shit and it's being promoted on a mainstream platform on netflix yeah. while people like me you you know all of us you know have certain uh controversial opinions and we get banned and we we nah. can't yeah you know That's what i'm true. saying so i'm saying <laughs> Of course, they're sloughing that out of here because it's kind of really kind of trying to cope with this kind of shit. But Bank Alaska, for once, right, he's got a point in here. He's trying to explain what this is all about in the end, but he's still got a point for what the kind of guy it is. And I, I don't even like Bank Alaska. He's kind of a fucking grifter at this point. Like, he's a fucking cunt. Right? He's like, a, he always chases clout everywhere he goes, and he's like, you know, backpedals and zigzags and fence sits on everything. But he's got a point. Bank Alaska, he's got a point. Cuties in the end is a child porn film on Netflix, which you can see little girls twerking. And it's highly promoted on a big platform like Netflix. And Dick, just laughing it off with the cop laugh. Right here, we'll see more in a bit. Let's say, uh, let's check it out. 
I don't. I'm not as offensive as that. I promise right. you, I'm not as you're offensive not. as that. No, you're not. You're not. <laughs> I don't think you are. Uh, but my point is, I, I think it is wrong morally yeah. um, to put 12 year olds in a. Yes. Sp- they shouldn't be twerking. There's. It shows nudity. It shows. Oh, no, it doesn't show nudity. It said a female breast uh, or something. Well, uh, you sure it doesn't show nudity, Dick? You have actually seen the film. Let's keep let's keep listening. Well, that's what a synopsis says. But yeah. I mean, was it, a bunch of people watched. They said it doesn't that, show okay. nudity. Well, I mean, reg- regardless, I, I saw. I, okay, regardless, mm-hmm. I saw some clips, and you see these twelve-year-olds twerking <coughs> and doing very sexual things, and I I just think that's very morally wrong, disgusting. I'm obviously very very against uh, so pedophilia. The, uh, so you know, I don't what's think interesting. That's good. First of all, yeah, we're, go all ahead. we're all against pedophilia. Okay. Let's throw, gentlemen, let's throw that sure. out. Yes. Yes. Let's make it clear. We all hate it. Right. Uh, ironically, all the clips that I saw from it were posted by people who hate it and who think it's perverse and disgusting, but right. somehow they insist on... Let's face it, probably Dick Masterson hate watch my fucking video on cuties on YouTube. Who knows? He probably might have hate watch my video on cuties, which... Probably showed a little bit of the beginning of the trailer, then I did my explaining there, trying to stop showing what's in there, because actually it's fucking disgusting. I know, it's fucking child porn on Netflix, but still, he might probably have seen that. We'll see. And clipping out the worst parts of it and putting it on the internet for mass consumption, right. like a well, million well, people. People need to Don't see- Don't you think that's- don't you think that's a little odd? Yeah, so I'll answer, then I'll let him chime. Oh, definitely odd. Definitely odd, you know, like calling out child porn on Netflix. What are you... <laughs> like, no, you don't say it's odd. It's pretty normal to be against something that is actually child porn on a big platform like Netflix. Like, Jesus Christ, I don't... Oh God! Like this is only the beginning. It's only two minutes in of the twenty-four minute, you know, twenty-five minute shit. Um, um. So I think it's good to show. Um. I. I mean, the thing. It's already out. It's. It's already promoted by Netflix. It's already out. It's not like they're leaking something that wasn't out. Sure. So it's already out for public consumption. I think it is important for normal people to see. Hey, this is what your kids are watching on Netflix. Look, I saw some clips and about. 15 seconds in, I turned it off because I didn't want to. I thought it was disgusting. I, I thought yeah. it was gross. So I do think it's good because if you just say, oh, something's out there, you know, these days with all the fake news, with all the disinformation like that sure. synopsis, yeah. people could say, oh, no, it's bullshit. Yeah. So for people to actually say, hey, this is the exact footage that's on Netflix that yeah. your kids are watching. And look, it's being promoted as a good thing. That is that is. Okay. Really not good. So that that's my defense of it. I understand some people get way too into that, and it becomes like a fear porn. And they're like, look at this, look, look at this, this, look at this, like, look yeah. at this. Isn't it disgusting? Yeah, look at it again. Yeah, like these I, girls are being victimized. Look. I, yeah, I personally <laughs> don't want to have like you know my content isn't about just constantly showing gross shit. Like, um, but. I don't think there's anything wrong with people showing okay. a clip of that and saying, hey, this is what's actually on Netflix. This is very wrong. Right. This is disgusting. Ew, this is why you shouldn't support it. So let me ask you this then. Yeah, Do you believe point. that there is a proper context for showing if that offensive yes. imagery? Yes, and I it do. is in the it is the context you've presented is that when it's in the guise of limiting or stopping mm-hmm. this uh, sexualization, then right. it's okay to show. 
Right, like if you showed Wait, like, you know what? some violence, for example, you're like, "Yo, this guy got shot by whatever." It's like showing you, you what would, drugs look like. You you would yeah you you would that show doesn't work by the way. You oh, would show a clip and say, you know, I, I don't approve yeah, of this. Yeah. But go ahead, check it out. Yeah, it's highlighting how how bad wrong, it is. how wrong our society has has taken a turn for. Yeah, yeah so. So what if I were to say that the writer and director's intention of making the film was to take something that girls are already doing, film it in a way that showed people what the problem is? Would you say that that is not dissimilar to the... I mean, isn't that like the typical excuse that everyone involved with the film is throwing out in regards to the film? That's like what I hear... Even from the movie director of Cuties, on regards to defending this film, and that's what I everyone hears all the time, and it's not a valid excuse. What what is he trying to imply? What is Dick trying to imply here? It's like making the same kind of shit. The the people defending this movie, you might remember like this movie reviewer who did like a very extensive video on saying oh cuties is good um thousands of people are jacking off to it the movie is good Duh! like this is the same shit this is the real this is the, this is the same shit all right dick is trying to make the same excuses as these people do and it doesn't look good on him context that you've described if her intention was to film something that the girls are already doing Wide scale. Oh yeah, definitely. Girls are already twerking naked in fucking film. Oh, girls are already fucking getting naked on on showcase, just twerking their asses, doing sexual stuff. Uh, you know, girls are already doing that. Dick, what the fuck are you saying, man? Four minutes in, what the shit? Uh, and say, look, this is the film. Make up your mind. If you're not aware of what's happening to girls that are ages 10 plus in our society, That's take a look and be uncomfortable with it and uh, oh. think about it. If you have kids. I know Dick is trying to, is very, very fucking uncomfortable trying to explain this shit. You can hear his voice. You can hear in Dick's voice his uncomfortable explaining this shit because deep down, he enjoys. That fucking shit. Uh, he enjoys it deep down. So he's pretty much uncomfortable trying to make excuses and shit to make Alaska and everyone about uh, justifying the fucking film. I don't know, man. Address it. That Yeah, but that wasn't the intention of the filmmaker. She says it is. She, she does? says it was, yeah. She's, no, she uh, doesn't. She says it's, a, it's autobiographical. Yeah. She, made it, she made it specifically. In her words, she was at a party and she saw 11-year-olds doing one of these dance routines, and it made her uncomfortable, but the parents were sitting around not reacting to it at Isn't all. Isn't she, like, some massive, like, left-wing lady? I mean, that may be, but it's, those are her words. Right. I, I can find if she is. That doesn't mean that yeah. that wasn't her she intention. She still cares about k k women, daughters, especially because she's I, Muslim. I, I mean, Imagine I, how she grew I, up. I just, yeah, I just don't really believe her. I don't know. They're putting... Well, look, you, you have... Tw look, you have 12-year-olds twerking 
you know, in stripper situations with very sexually suggestive clothes and positions and all that. And you're putting it on Netflix. You're putting it on a mainstream platform and promoting it. I I don't, I have not, I've yet to see, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. I've yet to see any sort of information that's like, you know, at the end of the movie, this is bad. This is why we shouldn't do Uh, it. So the clip where they're, I mean, this could also imply a big last guy also watched the film or probably hate watch it. I wouldn't watch that shit, I'll be honest. I wouldn't watch that shit. I wouldn't touch it, not even with a 10-foot pole, okay? I wouldn't touch that fucking shit and I'll watch it. Because I know I don't get off to that shit. I don't particularly like this kind of shit. I don't want to support it. I know if I do, part of my Netflix money will go towards the director of that film or the producer or whatever and support the film. I don't do that. I don't do that because I don't like, it's immoral for me to watch it. It's not part of my integrity. There's something in my ethics that don't allow me to watch that shit. But even then, like, Bake Alaska has got to hear a point previously. The movie is already immoral and disgusting. Alright? It's not a question of, oh, that's just so pretty. No. Look, you're sexually exploiting little children in fucking spandex on a movie. On Netflix. Alright? all dancing they cut that the guy who clipped that cut it right before the main character gets so disgusted by what they're doing she runs off the stage and has a mental breakdown like that is the moment so those girls learn those moves off oh, the internet i might not need to see this movie because also dick tries to explain this scene from the movie in particular i guess he watched it already so we don't need all we need to know is the information Dick gives about gives us about about his experience watching the film, which is not really looking good at this point. As you do, they went and found them themselves. The girl, the main character, is in a repress, repressive uh, Muslim family <coughs> that's like extremely patriarchal, mm. and uh, I mean, you know, France. Wait, Muslim. wait, 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 uh, wait, still- wait, 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 wait! Isn't this that the kind of shit that a leftist will will somehow try to explain to someone? Isn't this how a leftist explains anything? Like, patriarchal and shit. Mmm, I don't know about that. Making these girls into real life, you're making 12-year-olds do that, though. Is that appropriate? Well, now that's what... That she's asking. I don't think that's appropriate. No, but I'm saying I don't believe that's appropriate. It doesn't matter because... If people are over 18 and they're doing that stuff... Yeah, it's a movie. But 12-year-olds? Now... That's not appropriate. I I understand your position on it. Are you willing to now? Are you willing to go to these dance pageants, like Dance Moms? This is a do- sh- this, this is, is a documentary. No, this is fictionalized. Not- but the documentary Dance Moms. Yeah, that's there is yeah. thousands of hours of of little girls doing this, like sponsored by, pushed along by their parents. TikTok and Instagram are saturated with this kind of oh, material. Oh yeah, no, I think it's disgusting for are, sure. But what are you willing to do with that outrage? Because I like. Everyone is willing to post these pictures and scream about it. And mm-hmm. and they're willing to see Ted Cruz ask, as if there's nothing else going on with our country, to ask the DOJ to investigate 
Netflix, which basically just purchased a Sundance film. Like, they they had nothing to do well, with it Net- other than— Netflix is really corrupt. I mean, they have ties. They just gave, like, Obama a massive deal. They, they have a lot of really disgusting people they, uh, on Netflix, for sure. It's like 95% of their political donations yeah. are Democrat. Yeah, Did exactly. you know that? Yeah. Yeah, I would have figured. You would have figured it. Yeah, sure. But— For sure. What are we—besides taking these four girls and giving them the shame treatment— and we've also got the 650 girls who auditioned. They've all got parents who see nothing wrong with this. As a society, what are we willing to do to stop this if it's not take kids away from parents? Well, the, I, mean, the, I mean, there must be real dumb parents, I'll be honest, to, to allow these kids to do this kind of shit on a movie. I'll tell you that much. No, the fault definitely comes down to the parents in, in these situations. They're minors, yeah. So what are you going to um, do? Well, I, they, I think the parents don't have a problem I, I, with it. I think it's good to uh, raise your voice against this show. I, I just don't think it's a good show. I don't think it should be out. I don't think it should be promoted. I, I just don't think it's a good thing for society. I mean, you know, we're battling over the context and so many things about the show. So you got to realize most normal people who see clips or see the movie or see parts of it online young girls are going to see that and be like, oh, that's cool, you know, that's on Netflix, whatever, so. You think young girls are going to watch a three-hour French art house film instead it's of just... It's on Netflix? I don't know. Instead but, of just a YouTube I mean, you, channel? But I, I really want to know, what do people think that pedophiles and little girls are going to w- go out of their way to watch a three-hour French art house film versus... Yes. Definitely. Is just the Disney Channel. No, no. Th- like, this- the Disney Channel and Instagram are loaded with this kind of oh, nihilistic shit. Oh, for sure. I'm, and I'm not Oh yeah, of course. We're gonna excuse this this movie because it's already on Instagram and Snapchat and TikTok and everything. Yeah, that's that's legit. Yeah, if it exists on if it exists on TikTok and everything, you know, it should be allowed on Netflix. What kind of fucking logic is that? Like just because it's on fucking TikTok and net and fucking Instagram and Snapchat. The child porn doesn't mean it's good, right? I don't want to see that kind of shit on TikTok either. What are you fucking talking about? Saying they're not. I just think this is a very specific example that people can point at and say, okay, these are 12-year-olds being sexualized on film. This is gross. Like, it doesn't matter the context of, like, oh, it's teaching a lesson. Like, you know, like... What are you supposed to do? Something very disgusting and be like, hey, this is this is a lesson. I mean, these are 12-year-olds. They should not be twerking on camera. They should not be sexualized the by these Netflix sure. corporate overload or, or, or overlords that are, you know, directing this whole thing and, you know, get in this position. It's a disgusting thing that happened. I'm sorry. Like, that's just my well, you have to be sorry, but what to you when you say it shouldn't be happening, I hear that as we need to pass legislation to stop it from happening. I agree, yeah. That- I don't... I don't think I don't think girls that are underage should be sexualized in films and like that. So the recourse for like the end result of that is taking kids away from the parents. Is that what you think should happen to those four actresses? What? What do you mean? What do you fucking mean, Dick? Like if if I, if I was if 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 I if some parents' children are doing that kind of shit, twerking in a film, doing sexual shit, I take it. I take them away from them if they allowed, and they endorse that shit. Okay, because that's not good parenting. Right? That's not good parenting at all. 
<laughs> how is it that bad? I, I don't know how is it, is it any good to let parents do this kind of shit with their children. That's bad parenting at most. In that movie? And uh, is that what you think should happen to parents who let their kids do that kind of shit on YouTube? Because their parents make bad choices. Because are, are, possibly, I mean, you, it, when it's, you say it's hard, should, it's hard to, uh, it's hard to, uh, you know, yeah. I, I don't know exactly what the consequences should be, but I think we should speak out against it. I think we should say, well, the director this is, did. This is wrong. She says the director who wrote, the writer director who wrote this says, uh, let's be honest, the director of that fucking movie is full of shit. I mean. She's she's full of shit. All right, you well know what this did. This fucking happen, okay? Uh, after it's been screened, uh, parents have come up to her and said, "Thank you for doing this. It really makes it gives me courage to talk to my kids about this shit, about a very real problem that is ha that is so by what, the way that's happening, I mean, whether we like it or you, not." Do you think it's okay for a twelve-year-old to be sexualized in a film? Uh. It's not a question of whether it's okay. I never want. Why are you evading the question? Why? Dick, oh! no. No, Dick, no. You're evading the question with more questions. What? It's, I don't get it, man. I wanted to see the movie in the first place. I'm not going to watch it. It makes me uncomfortable. Yes. Um, but you know what? The question is whether are not I'm going to make it illegal to me because that's where when Ted Cruz gets involved when the government gets involved that's step that's the only hammer that's the only tool they have is this is either going to be illegal or it's not and, and well, it's think, illegal I think we should have morality in our laws and I think it should protect children absolutely I would say what is the point of the government if not to protect something like this from happening we have when, so when many worse problems happening to kids right now that th this just th having parents decide what their kids do i mean this know, encourages pedophilia and that is a terrible that you can't prove that you just can't prove that this encourages something glamorized yeah you just can't prove it girl twerk the little 12 year old twerking bah, 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 bah. you just can't prove it bro just can't prove it I guess I'll have to skip this whole audio in or like 11 minutes in and it's already the same shit. D Dick Masterson evading questions and trying to justify this shit. It's pretty fucking sad. Alright. Anyway, chat says, not important, says, all I, I find all the drama about the movie pointless because this illegal system didn't ban it, so it's not illegal. Well, yes, the drama didn't do really a thing about it and nothing will ever do. I mean, the the world will keep being corrupt at this degree, and it will be keep uh, will keep spinning with all these level of corruption in the world, and no matter what you fucking few handful of people will ever do to stop it, there will be always like billions of fucking idiots consuming it and eating it up like chips, and that's the problem here. All right, we cannot solve it, but what can you do? What can you do about it? Uh, cancel your subscription to Netflix? Yeah, convince like a bunch of billions of people to unsubscribe from Netflix. Good luck with that. It's impossible. It's like problems that are outside of our control. But even then, even if they're bad problems, alright, you we cannot do much about it. It's sad, I know. But dick justifying this shit 
and fucking evading questions. It's just the saddest fucking shit. Alright. By the way, when the when Josh I addressed it the little Dax like this. Hold on. <laughs> man, the chat is going wild. Oh man. <laughs> it's like, yeah, oh fuck man. I guess you know you can do whatever. Just be happy with your life. Be good. That's all I'm saying. By the way, Josh did address the Dittler Dag situation in here. This is extremely funny. This is how he addressed the whole situation in this video from Kiwi Farms. But <coughs> I don't. I don't think. If you don't mind s switching back to the um, desktop viewing here, uh, this is how he addresses the whole thing, and uh, he has got this to say. Listen up. But I don't. I don't think you fully appreciate what you're doing to yourself, and not just to yourself, but to people who associate with you. When you talk about the Lollicon shit and you make jokes about jerking off the Lollicon. By the way, okay. uh, this is regarding the Digibro shit where he also defended a known Kitty Fittler uh, for, for uh, whatever doing Lollicon shit, you know? Because uh, Digibro likes Lollicon and Lollicon is child porn, Tron, but it's still child porn, and Dick defended it. So that's the whole context of this shit. And then people like Doug Tenaple and, and Riketa, who are conservative yeah. Christians, who would not appreciate that. It, you don't understand that this never goes back into the box. It's like a Chernobyl event. Um, you will you will be already what you've done, already what you've said. You will see those tweets for the rest of your life. Ten years down the road, if exactly. you're studying comedy, you'll see people bringing these things up. And um, the association that I'm making with... jokes about Lollicon, the of yes. jerking off to Lollicon. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Exactly. It's, not, it's just not going to dodge it in any way. It's just, just going to remain with him for the rest of his life. And this is, look, in regards of Digibro, right? This is how he, it all started when he had Digibro as a guest on his show. You know, Digibro, uh, I'm going to explain a little bit who Digibro is, but it went on the lines of how this. Give me a second. I'll show you the video in a minute. Uh, it's basically part of the dick show, but. You know, he had Digibro as a guest on the Dick Show. And on the regards of uh, Digibro consuming Lollicon, all right, Dick had this kind of stuff to say. However, yeah. I will say this, Digibro. Um, yeah. I don't know if this is accurate because I don't know the terminology of, like, anime shit, but you are uh -huh. self-professed, uh, what is it, Lollicon fan? Yes. Does that mean I'm that... What does that mean? It means that I am a huge fan of illustrations of little girls getting fucked. Oh. Now, you know he likes it by the expression of his face. <laughs> oh, see that makes it. You see what you when you do that? Yeah. It makes it more it makes it very uncomfortable. Yeah, it triggers people like the social justice warriors we used to make fun of. Yeah, it triggers people. It makes them uncomfortable, dude. Oh, yeah, it makes them triggered. Oh, literally shaking right now. That is... Oh, he's trying to touch the, the Katie Fittler, Dittler, Dax bullet. <laughs> He's trying to dodge the whole I like lollicon shit and it's pretty fucking obvious here. 
Of course it does. But like, I have to fight for that shit harder than anybody because I like that shit. And I know. if I'm not doing anything wrong and I'm looking at the shit, that means I gotta be on the front fucking line. <laughs> you know, Dick is pretty uncomfortable here regards of that kind of situation. <laughs> I mean, look at his fucking face in a way. He's, he's trying to contain his taste for the refined lolicon and child porn within his soul. He's trying to contain it right there. You know? He's trying to contain it all. And by the way, I gotta tell you, this is uh, this is what Digibro is. Hey, I'm this, is uh, this is a little clip from Insufferable Social Media Argument, the podcast with uh, Mumkey Jones and everything. And Digibro wasn't there. This is Digibro, by the way. I'm you describing my fantasy. Let me describe my beautiful fucking fantasy to you, Monkey. Let me describe what I want from my siblings. life. What I want, all I want, is to have a cute little lolly sister who's grown up with me, who looks up to me, who we understand everything about each other, we get along just right, and she thinks I'm the coolest in the world, and we just say, we just, we just get away from society, we go out to live in the mountains in a cabin, just the two of us, and we spend all our time together, she takes care of the house, I make anime videos and make money that way, and we get to have a little sex on the side, and it's just a quiet life. It's a quiet life out in the mountains. Nothing complicated. Nothing nothing retarded. No no taboos or any of this other extra no. shit. Just no. Just me no. and my cute little sister quietly enjoying life until she's too old. She's also into incest, by the way. Because she's not attractive <laughs> anymore. And that's Digibro for you. That's uh, what Dick Masterson was trying to defend over on Twitter, on his show on everywhere all right that's uh and this guy by the way digibro has been charged for assault as well i got the uh the, the i don't want to show it because quite frankly that will be a dox but it's an assault on the on the october 10th no september 10th 2020 at 9 a.m it, it, the its description says abduction kidnapping on whatever place and this is got a case number so digibro has been shot with that i'll say that much by the way digibro he's not kind of a mentally sound person all right i see like the tds inktober shit 2020 that he did on there with the hashtag and everything and like he's not mentally sound like he's drawings resemble the schizophrenic depictions of gore and perverted shit he's not he's pretty much cuckoo in the brain he's like oh a little oh ee you know a little loose screw on his brain i uh, it's not right in the head by the way <laughs> i guess uh it's time for me to read chat and super chats just in case before we move on to the next piece of information we got in dick uh the guy i've been taking infos from regarding mr btfo used to own a shotgun website though no joke he made 3d porn animations of shorter characters with pocket okay like anyone could have taken that kind of information about brit in some regard it will not mean necessarily him 
That I mean, the guy he's talking about who's making like the Sharakhan shit, he's like an obvious scapegoat of Britpong, right? And it's pretty obvious that he always relies on that kind of person to blame for his problems, right? For blaming him for releasing that kind of information. That's not actually true. This kind of information comes from multiple sources. You can't really count on who it exactly is. And I know I disavow the, the, this guy making Sholakon shit or whatever, or child porn or whatever. I disavow that kind of shit. But you can't even know where that information comes from, if it really comes from him or if it really comes from anyone else. Because he always relies on the usual scapegoats. And like, he tries to justify his shit with this similar scapegoats like me, Boyd, uh, Superhound, or f f whatever, the bad guys. Or like, he always got multiple scapegoats already, that the usual ones. And, like, you can't really know where that information comes from. I no, doesn't necessarily mean... I doesn't necessarily mean I defend him making that child porn shit. But, like... I mean, it's information that could come from anywhere. Anyone could take that kind of screen caps and everything. You know what I mean? I mean... I guess I know this guy... Yeah, he had the same username on Second Life and the shortest shot, but I, I disavow him. But even then, like, anyone could take that kind of screen caps anyway. Like, it's not, it will make no difference if someone else did it. Whatever, right? I mean, it's still information that exposes Britpong at some degree. And I, I mean, it's pretty fucking obvious. It's difficult to talk about this kind of shit, I guess, because I'm... I don't really like what this guy doing this short account shit is doing. But uh, that's what I'm saying. That's just what I'm saying, okay? Like, any kind of screenshots regarding the mainland, all right, could be done by anyone. The proof could be done by anyone. It's just that he always has the same excuse and the same scapegoats and the same kind of blaming game. That usually this, if, I mean, nah, don't worry about changing something on my stream. It's like, we're here to talk about taking masters in a way, but it's whatever. I can diverge to look into chat and like, uh, yeah, obviously, Britbong spam CP. There's screenshots of that. I mean, should be pretty fucking obvious. But anyway, <clears throat> we're here to talk about Dick Masterson, anyways, like... Britpong might be a subject for another day, I know. And it will be at some point. So let's just leave it like that, anyway. Uh, let us let me check if I got any super chats. Maybe I missed them or something. Not much, okay. Haven't gotten much, any super chats at, at most, I think. So I'll keep going with my usual show. Anyway. <clears throat> so lately, Dick Masterson was dating this communist big titty lady named Ashley Coffin, which I'll show you in a minute. I mean, the first uh, image I got is broken because Kiwi Farms is kind of broken. But you can see in this tweet, he's trying to flirt with her in some way. Okay, that's a, a gaze. 
people are listening this through Spotify, iTunes, or whatever, you know, by the way, check out our show on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Podcasts, okay, on our website, jma.tv slash stream, uh, if, you, if you want to catch up to the stream later. I'm gonna, there's a tweet that says uh, from Muramura uh, with 18, not uh, over 18 uh, emoji, that says, my friend told me that I should tag your dick. And uh, <clears throat> he quoted tweeted, uh, his own tweet saying, looks like Princess Peach has something for Mario, something that I did practice painting, few different versions, cause they were fun, or a bunch of hashtags, okay, on a picture. And uh, Dick Masterson, LA-based comedian on Twitter, had to, had to say this. They were correct. You should also tag Ashby Coffin, which is the tag of Ashley Coffin. This is a, oh, this is what he has to say anyway. This is a tweet. And there's another tweet in here where he's actually trying to flirt with Ashley Coffin. This tweet in particular, which uh, I'll show you in a minute. Boom. Ashley Coffin, but, uh, but tag Ashby Coffin on Twitter. Uh, she says, the rest get to celebrate as God intended. It's like a 9-11 celebration kind of thing. Uh, you know, some people celebrate 9-11 in, in some way because of the irony of the Twin Towers and shit. Uh, I don't know. I'm not an American myself to tell if people really celebrate that shit, but I guess I kind of meme about it. People really meme about that, this kind of shit. But by the way, LMA's comedian, Dick Masterson, had this to say, a reply to this fine lady. Uh, how about celebrating in ways God has forbidden? And he has the, the sexy stare. The sex stare right there. Trying to get into this lady's pussy. All right. She replies, you seem really mature for your age. You got Discord? So, I'll tell you what this lady's all about anyway. Another screen cap where he's trying to flirt with this lady. This is from Dick Masterson Discord, okay? From his own dickhead Discord. He, this guy, King Coomer, uh, posted a screenshot of Ashley Coffin tweeting, 5 a.m. thought is what I want a man with long, wavy mermaid hair to spit in my mouth. Mmm. Very kinky indeed. Really very kinky indeed, I'll say. Dick's in, the guy King Coomer says about the screenshot. And Pean Winnerstein, which is Dick Masterson's alias on Discord, uh, says, 2020 is turning around, sunglass emoji. You know, it's, you, it, it's pretty obvious that Dick Masterson is trying to flirt with this particular lady for a reason. He's trying to get his dick wet with this fine lady. I'll explain who she is in a minute, okay? Let's, let's just say, all right, that her whole personality is just basically two things, okay? Communism and big tits, all right? She's, uh, as you might know from earlier Kiwi Farms threads, all right? She's, um, she's Peter Coffin's ex-wife. Uh, here's the tweets he had on that regard, Peter Coffin, where he says, Ashley and I want to let folks know we separated and have been for a while. We've always been, have, we have always been fairly private about the relationship and weren't sure how to say this without it being weird. We'll always be best friends, blah, 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 blah. So but they basically broke up. 
And Dick Masterson is starting to flirt with the ex-wife of Peter Coffin, another known lol cow who tries to, you know, pretend he has an Asian girlfriend through like some sort of a uh, sex stall or whatever. I don't fucking know. Uh, it's, I'm, it's pretty much out of my radar. But she's also a leftist YouTuber, mailing to communism. Probably you can watch any of these videos right now to get yourself to an idea of what it is. This is her channel. <coughs> she has videos called Antifa Kids, The Joe Biden Trial, I'm Leaving the Left, COVID versus Capitalism, uh, The Signs of Hillary Clinton, <laughs> Cyber Bullies for Bernie, shows he's highly simping for Bernie Sanders. It's what I'm trying to get in here. I don't usually care about politics, but you know, like, it's pretty obvious this lady is a hardcore leftist, and Dick is trying to date with her. Also, she's yet another cam girl, as shown here in this particular tweet she made about it. Show breast. And you can see for the listeners of the podcast on audio only that she's openly showing the canal of her really big uh, breasts on a really scandally clad uh, dress, to say the least. She's taking this picture with her smartphone on some sort of selfie on a mirror or whatever. And she's got uh, this huge Photoshop look in the photos. Now the Photoshop thing, alright, it should be pretty obvious. Alright, she's always photoshopping this shit. And uh, because she quite frankly has a man jaw. And uh, anyone who wants to confirm me, I my theory is that this girl is transgender. Correct me if I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm any kind of wrong whatsoever. Alright, this girl might be a transgender woman. Because of the man jaw there, as shown here, it's like uh, she's got the Adam's apple of a man. But that's uh, she, he's dating with this lady. <laughs> she, he's dating with this lady who is an obvious scam whore, right? Who's an obvious scam girl from Chatterbait or whatever? Who's the ex ex wife of uh, Peter Coffin? Another fucking lol cow, alright? She, he's uh, trying to get his stick into her. That's basically what I'm getting into. And uh, that's not the only particular thing. Um, <clears throat> that's not a particular only thing he's into, like this kind of, um, you know, fucking uh, um, polyamorous kind of shit. I'll explain in a bit. I'm gonna have to go to the toilet in a second. Uh, I'll be back in five minutes or something, all right? I have to take a quick pee. All right, I'm back. I guess I gotta cut off that off in post for the final Spotify uh, iTunes edit. <coughs> you know, I just needed it because quite frankly, I drank too much uh, tea and everything. Holy shit. Uh, anyways, chat says, Providence says, we'll bang and then line up against a wall. Well, she's kind of hot in Photoshop, but, uh, I mean, she's, she's had too many men. I don't know about that. I guess it's up to you, I guess. Uh, not important says, currently I don't code in and enjoying my stream. Well, thanks, buddy. Hope you enjoyed this whole thing. That's cool. <clears throat> but anyway, 
He's not only dating this Ashley Coffin girl, I got a Jimmy live exclusive right here. Actual the tech chat from Dick Masterson's Discord, I think, which is on the image score, by the way, as shown here. And I'm gonna try to read it as most as I can. From what I from what I understand, he had like a, this he's thickhead fans had like um you know, sort of a heated discussion with uh, this Thomas Doe uh, Keller guy, you know? I don't know about it, but we'll read them out. It's a Jimmy Life exclusive right here. Okay. Thomas Doe, what did Dick Spurgott show about him? Moist John, you didn't hear it from me, but I think he might not like women very much. Thomas, uh, I think the problem is he likes them too much, to be honest. Uh, innocent bystander says, which Spurgouts? Thomas then links a Reddit post by Dick, I think. The Dick Show, New Fun Earned, where he... Uh, I think he's probably Spurgout out in this Reddit post or whatever. Birdseed says, I feel like some of the Spurging stems from being called out on things he will call others out but for, but I could be wrong. I haven't listened to the show in more than six months at this point because it's just boring through that. True, true, it's really fucking boring. Thomas says, Dick has shrunk to using the same double down pussyfooting tactics that Maddox used against him. Yes. Moist John says, pressing next on that one, Chief. You're pressing next on that one? I I wouldn't doubt about it. I don't know. Oil, Oil says, okay. Uh, Thomas says, all of for the purpose of hiding his ultimate shame. He can't help himself from falling head over heels in love with woman. X on you, chief. Oil says, call the inquisitors, put him on the rack. Thomas said, try asking him about his slut bag news, babe. Jamie, and see how fast you get Madoxian blocked. Moise says, what about her? I must be out of the loop on this. Oil says, Jamie Ling Hughes, you mean? Thomas says, yup. Moist, I guess. Thomas, Dick needed to fuck her so bad, he broke up with Ada's girl and begged Jamie to leave her husband and move to Cali to be with him. And then we, when she, and when she did, he brought Ada's girl back in, tricking her into a polyamorous relationship, made easier now that she gave up her whole life for him and had nothing left. He needed to fuck her that bad. Nice Bear says, Why are these guys pretending to care about this? <clears throat> Thomas says, I'm sure you all remember how weird it was that she up and left Texas and moved in with Dick, right? That will be a weird thing to do, right? Nice Bear says, Why is, going, why is Dick doing special beam cannon? Thomas says, Something about it is affecting Dick's behavior and the quality of the show. This is why it matters. Nice, uh, nice bear says, are you Clark? Thomas says, nope. Birdseed says, I can confirm that's not Cam. Thomas says, and what would it even matter if I was, if it was true? Birdseed's, Birdseed says, because if it, even if it was true, you're still Cameron Clark. <coughs> nice bear says, he's the only one I know who's so uniquely obsessed. Bertsy says, and his cult will try to, uh, try to paint you as the villain. Nice Bear says, 
Burn my guy, you take things way too seriously. Thomas says, well, luckily I'm not Cameron Clark. Nasper says, for a guy who got blown up by a dipshit teenage transgender, Bert Caesar says, lol, blown up. I was more annoyed about Riley, but alas, I don't give a fuck about any of that anymore. Funny you remember that shit, though, Lemao. Thomas says, it's a dare to anyone, though. I dare you to say the name Jamie Lynn Hughes to Dick and ask her if he asked her to ruin her life for him to be able to fuck her and not get blocked. Cameron Clark chipped at Dirk for months and months, no block. The second he brings up Jamie, block. Same with Kiwi. It's all in the Discord record. When Kiwi asks about Jamie, block. Dick blocked me on Twitter too. Wonder why? This tweet. Uh, I can't really for the entire of it, but it's really pissing off someone. Biss says, uh, spicy. Thomas says, take a wild guess why what I got my various Reddit alt shadow band. The JQ. Piss says, Lamau. The JQ is a sensitive topic, apparently. Thomas says, the problem is he can't talk about her. Uh, of course he's talking about the, the what's, the, what's her name? Jamie Question. He's trying to main the Jamie Question in here. But it's just uh, for the sake of context, right? I'm trying to explain the context here. Uh, Thomas says, the problem, he talk, he can't talk about her, he can't answer questions, because if he answered them honestly, well, I don't think he can even admit to his own self what he did. Piss says, if you're dating two batches of cookies, Thomas says, and if he lies, you know what happens when you lie about a woman. Piss says, how do you know this, by the way, other than reasonable speculation? Like, I get that's, that it's OD Jamie was living with him, but what else are you going off for? Thomas says, some privileged info, which I feel is backed up wholly by Dick's response to it all. Piss says, info from whom? Final first says, Tomes, please. Moist says, so we're just gonna trust you and your three alts. Thomas says, what would I tell you and lose my privilege? Piss says, I don't know, why not? Thomas says, nah, don't trust me, just ask Dick. But she, Piss says, but you said she lies. <clears throat> Thomas says, no, I said he can talk about her because he'd have to lie, because he can handle the truth and doesn't want any of you to know it either. Piss says, I mean, all right, fam. Thomas says, put it to the test. Piss says, I don't want to get blocked, though. Thomas says, lol. Piss says, I don't need to know that badly. I'll just take your word for it. Thomas says, ha, 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 ha. Nasper says, wait, this is Thomas? Isn't he a Maddox mod? Moistan says, seems like a pretty special metric to go by if your only examples of someone being blocked for it are Chris the Kiwi and your alts. Thomas says, at Moistan, well then trust me, ask for yourself. At Nightspear, I'm a completely different Thomas, with an H. Moist says, that's uh, exceptional. Who's to say I'm not one of your alts on Twitter? Thomas says, why would it matter? If the info gets you blocked, it gets you blocked. Nasbear says, okay, schizo. Moistan says, he will just block you because of clear pattern of behavior. Thomas says, but why? What's wrong with my pattern? Will it not make sense if that, that's it's just the info? Moist says, I don't know, acting like a spur with a bone. Thomas says, I haven't acted like any more of a spur than the rest of you spurs. Since when was has asking about a chick with that simple question being a spur thing to do? 
Nasber says many real deal artists lack self-awareness. Moist says hounding someone about it for months and demanding answers seems pretty spurgy to me. Thomas says and all the spurg dick interacts with, the only ones who are ultimate enough to be blocked are the ones asking about Jamie. Seems weird. Will probably just be easier to answer the question, Dick. Nasper says he blocks and unblocks people all the time. People are always complaining about it. Thomas says he blocked Beth Doe for the J Jamie question too. Beth Doe, I'm not blocked yet. Thomas says on Discord. Nasper says he blocked Beth for calling him a pussy or something. Thomas says nope. Beth though says no, I call him a pussy for blocking me. Uh, Thomas says polyamory stuff. Moistan says uh, Lemao. Beth though says uh, because I made a joke months ago. Nasper says what was the joke again? King Glover says wait, the big drama he, is he gets a lot of pussy? Thomas says no, King Glover. Beth though says something about a self-professed pickup artist struggling to keep news babes on thanks for thinking I'm a teenager, by the way. Nice bear, smiley face. Nice bear says, I legit have no idea how old you are. Just assume young because exceptional. King Clover says, is Beth though not a Cameron Clark cult? Am I a Cameron Clark cult? And that's uh, part of the DMs I got. From the image girl link <coughs> man i'm fucking all shit there's 35 more images there's even more i didn't realize about this shit but we can probably find a little bit of dick masterson spurging out around his discord oh <laughs> after this long ass discussion about this whole situation uh he had this to say uh Dick Masterson says, Thomas, I think you're reading into a lot of different things. I block anyone who is disrespectful to people around the show, makes the show worse, keeps finding people away, or anyone who seems obsessive and weird. A small group of people on the internet are very, very fucked in the head, and I don't want to invite that shit in. Uh, Dick, you invited Digibro. What about that? Uh, anyway, your crew specifically is really obsessed. Yes. They're obsessed with me, Dick Masterson, Dax Herrera, Dick Little Dax. They're obviously obsessed with me. These stalkers. It's kind of a Britball Manny Uber, by the way. Uh, Grant and Cameron, I don't know who the others are. They're claiming to email venues now to get shows canceled and fuck up everyone's good time. Why would I not block these people? It's, it, feel, it feels like a sick kind of entitlement, your spurn level deal. And that is a very specific Yolanda-esque trait that I try to keep away from as much as possible. You guys forget how long I've been dealing with this type of shit. Remember, Krista Kiwi was a M-A-B-T-W fan. Uh, I don't know what that means, but okay. Okay, Dick, whatever. You know, this is how it spurks out. I think he's probably got anything else to say or something, right? He was like a fucking <laughs> getting memed. Okay, Bean Wienerstein says, Jolanda was the super fan who murdered Selena. Okay, trying to explain shit in here. Jolanda, she was the head of Selena's fan club. She was obsessed with compulsion to harm with the intent of to manipulate behavior. Is that type of insanity? Uh, Noise is a well-known example of obsession. They're obsessed with me. Oh! Oh! Anyway. <clears throat> 
I don't know if there's any, anything else in here except this. I love it, Stubbs. I have the most interesting dick on the internet. <laughs> you know, the most interesting dick in the internet. Talking about really small. Okay? I know that. From Jesse. Jesse from Pod Awful. Thanks. Thanks, bro. Uh, Maddox's stick wasn't interesting. His failure was. I'm not surprised you don't draw a distinction between the two, though. Uh, blah, 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 and nothing else. That's the whole spurring out he had on this part of the DMs on this or chat in Discord or whatever. There's more to it. And I tell you, there's pretty much more to it. Check it out. Uh, how much there is on this shit? Hold on. How long until we find... Nah, there's not much in here. But, uh... Man, I'll tell you this much. Dick had a really big fucking spurg. Spurg out on his own Discord. Because people don't really tell the truth about Dick having this polyamorous relationships with Jamie and Ashley coughing and shit. He doesn't like the truth. Alright, he doesn't like the truth. He can't take it. For such a Chad, alpha male, uh, based on red pilled guy that he is, alright? I'm not into politics, I'll say this. But when you're ideologically hypocritical, like Dick Masterson is, you deserve to be called out for it. Because regardless of any kind of politics, you are an ideological hypocrite. And that's the funny shit that you should make fun of, okay? That's my shit. <clears throat> I see Chad is pretty inactive as of now, but we've got six viewers right now. That's pretty cool. I guess, you know, we'll accumulate some more in. Just, uh, you know, just to gather in some more kind of stuff. Anyway, another... Jemmy Live exclusive. That's right. We got kicking off Atomic Denny. Which I got in contact with on DMs on Twitter. And it's got me a really bit of interesting information. But first, let me get into context of what happened here. Right. You can notice Dick is losing fans already due to this whole local shit. And he's pretty fucking noticeable. That's what happened. That's what is happening right now. Everyone in his Dick show fan base is jumping... Fucking leaving ship. They're abandoning ship right now at this point. And you can notice especially a special decline on his Patreon as well. And his social media and everything. You know, not only because he blocks people, but also because people are disgusting with his behavior. That's a shit. And Atomic Denny was kind of one of them. Right? He's like, it's one particular fan of Dick Masterson who was kicked out by Dick. Because he made fun of Pedro Gesualdi, another uh, dickhead, uh, Dick Masterson, Dax Herrera uh, fanboy, who who is pretty, who's like a you know a gay homosexual individual. Now here's the point of reference here in this particular tweet. Here he says, uh, you know, he quote tweets this kind of thing. And he, he says something in the lines of, is anyone here surprised to like an image of uh, Vito Gesualdi saying, if Dick is sucking off dudes, good for him. I've sucked Dick. It's awful. 
And of course, and someone already got mad by this. You know, Beto got fucking mad. He snitched on on Dick. He snitched to Dick on this kind of situation. You know, snitching, snitch, no snitching. You know, that's what I say. But uh, of course, this is also. I think this is the same thing that I shown off, right? Yeah, it's, I mean, <laughs> that I think. This is another quoted by uh, Atomic Denny, which basically says, so if I'm reading this right, even Beto thinks he's a loser. And Beto here says, uh, hold on, let me just put it this desktop view just for the viewers of the podcast. But he says, this cancerous website continues to regard reward ignorance, bigotry, and general moronicism. So let me be clear. I am not ashamed of my lifestyle choices. I am not ashamed of my friends. I am not ashamed of confronting intellectual cowardice in an era of misinformation. He keeps going on this on DMs. Hey, night school, Twitter is like a stupid game. Everybody fighting over stupid shit. You only lose the game when you take shit, take it seriously. That that's the. Beto going mad. At the end of the day, just Beto just got mad about it. Uh, he just got salty about it. And he told Dick. Uh, he cried to Dick. He went kneeling. Oh, please, Dick. Please, Dick. Ban this guy. And Dick. I get it in DMs, by the way. I get it here. I get this interesting conversation. I don't know if I'm okay. You know, showing these DMs on the public. I think it's super pretty obvious I had this conversation with this guy. And it showed me some interesting information here. Especially the DM uh, Dick Masterson sent to Atomic Denny here. <coughs> Which basically says, uh, Hey buddy, I don't know what's going on on Twitter. It looked like maybe you were mocking Beto for being gay. I could be wrong. It's none of my business either way. But I didn't want to risk the artist server if that's the case. I might be overreacting, I'm sorry if I am, but it's unfortunately the only way to handle things when it comes to private servers. <clears throat> and Atomic Hedeni had this to say, uh, Oh, it's cool, I understand for the record I wasn't mocking him for a game game. I was remarking on how unsurprising it is he's had a penis in his mouth. Uh, Beto is all about nuance humor after all. But, alas, alas, here we go, Take Masterson blocked this guy. Because and kicked him off the artist Discord because he, Atomic Denny was somehow mocking Beto for some fucking reason. Now I don't think it's mocking him particularly for being gay. I think it's pretty much nuanced humor. But this is so thin-skinned. This is just so thin-skinned, man. Like absolutely thin-skinned. If we're talking about thin-skinned shit. Like, uh, some gay people are really this thing skinned. Alright. And it's pretty fucking noticeable. I know uh, gay people in the past. And, like, even though some of them are really insufferable, I think they're pretty much thin skinned as this guy is. And that's kind of like a. It sounds like a common trend in these people. So it should be no surprise this guy's snitching to Dick about Atomic Denny. And that's about it. Atomic Denny was kicked out of the artist Discord. He was kicked out of the, t the Dick Show fan base. So he's no longer with them, apparently. Soon, 
he will join the JMA fan base at some degree. I don't know about that. I'll guess. I'll guess it's up to him or whatever he tries to join something else. But <clears throat> getting on a set of topics in here, I got some more. I got some more interesting shit in here. I don't know what this MP4 link is, but we'll watch it. Oh yes, we'll watch it. I think this is something dirty that Dick Masterson or Dex Herrera has. Give me a second. It's kind of loading. <clears throat> now, while it, uh, hmm. I'm pretty sure I, if, uh, while it loads, I should probably be grabbing another drink. But, uh, oh, this shit. Chicka Destiny said. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see. This is like a, like, it sounds like a reaction from Dick to something, right? Let's check, let's check it out together. Chicka Destiny says, weekly rage thread made 10 minutes ago. Um, I didn't catch the whole live stream of the bonus episode, so I was replaying it just now, and I have to say that sometimes I don't agree with Dick. Hmm. Sometimes I violently agree with Dick, and mm -hmm. this whole Ron Babcock thing, old friend of Dick and Asterios, who's now co-hosting The Best Debate, and his response to Dick's email filled me with an amount of revulsion and enmity mm -hmm. that I wasn't even prepared to feel. For those who have not listened, Dick asked him if he was aware of Maddox's lawsuit against him, and he responded with a cowardly cop-out justification. It's none of my business, but I hope you all figure it out. Okay, sure. I think the older I get, the more repulsed I am by this mindset. I always have been, but Yeah, gotta... I'm really repulsed by this actual mindset, dude. I hate it so much. This act people put on out of need to appear altruistic in their intentions at all times. It's bullshit 100% of the time. If you're acting out of self-interest, just do it and don't apologize for it. If you're being a piece of shit and you know it, then do it anyway. Just be a piece of shit. If you don't give a fuck that your friend is every inch of his life fucked with, at least not even to avoid the perpetrator, then... Now, this, this, we'll just get into this later, but, you know, Maddox, uh, you know, think of him what you want. Alright, he's kind of a cuck in some regard. He actually did some really dirty stuff. But, let's face it, alright, let's just say... That Dick was partnering with Maddox on the best uh, show in the universe thing. And he fucked over him. Not only that, he fucked his girlfriend after that. And now, he, he seems like he's the good guy of this whole story. That's what I'm trying to understand from here. Alright, that's, uh, that's how it goes. Then just be a shitty friend. It's not even the apology. It's the sorry not sorry. Don't sit there and construct a high horse just because you're too squeamish to face your own true nature. That's a, um, that's a fitness model and a Miss Bikini Universe top finisher, I think like 17 times. Oh. Uh, beautiful fitness model who's disgusted by you. She's <laughs> really disgusted by him, I tell you. Jesus, it's, and he's trying to simp so hard for that kind of bodybuilder female. What the shit, man? <clears throat> and uh, this is the kind of shit he tries to do for attention. Uh, you know, he's trying to gather people on on venues in Florida on a, on a particular time of the of the of history where people are dying of Kahuna virus. You know, as soon as they have, the, don't respect the minimum uh, social distancing and where people are getting infected non-stop of the Cajona virus, alright? He started to gather people in venues in Florida at this point at an age of the, 
of their history. Like, d d dude, you want people to die, right? You want people to die of this shit? That's not really fucking smart, I'll tell you. That's not really any kind of smart. He's trying to do this fucking gatherings up with his fans, his branded fans, not realizing he's going to kill people in the process from Kahuna virus. I'm just going to say it just in case I get flagged or something, right? No, mind with me on this one. <clears throat> and that's the shit. <laughs> Gather... Gather people like this. Not a good idea on my side. <clears throat> but also, this is a due courtesy of uh, Jesse from Port Awful. Uh, he's, uh, Dick Matheson is trying to be a poet. Uh, <laughs> he's trying to be a published author of poetry. Uh, this thing... Look at this thing, uh, this writing. You know what this reminds me? It reminds me of the autistic writing I used to do when I was fucking five. I'll just say that. It says, you're, badly written you're, uh, an opiate for someone gain nowhere. Uh, and you're too fucking cool for me. Oh, oh, such deep poetry. Oh gonna be an artist this guy's gonna be an artist a hollywood artist i tell you i tell you <laughs> i mean come on <laughs> i guess i guess he tried i guess he fucking tried i don't know i don't know about it he tried i just say he tried uh what else do i got hmm Plenty of uh, research I got in here. There's no chats nor super chats yet, I think. But I'll keep going just uh, just for consideration because I don't really mind not having super chats for a show as long as this is really cool enough. People can catch up later to the show, anyways. What's the fucking? I mean, whatever, right? Um, <clears throat> yeah, same deal here. Trying to gather fans to. <laughs> Okay, this tweet is not available, but I can easily do an incognito tab on the shit. I guess I would copy paste it here for a second. If people don't mind, so I can showcase <laughs> what I mean here. Uh, okay, there it is. I, if I did a grand reopening show in Tampa, road rage bug chasers, you want to see there? Because uh, an actual good idea is to gather people around so they can die of a coca virus. So they can die of that shit. That's a good idea. Yeah, definitely a good idea. Gather people around and disrespect the social distancing shit. So people get infected with that shit. Cool idea, bro. Man, this guy's thick as big shit. But, uh... Mm. I got some more juice on the whole Maddox stuff, but I gotta take a quick pee, which I'll edit later on the post. So I'll be back in five minutes or something. Also, grab another drink for convenience. I really fucking need it. Give me a second.
Oh yeah, baby. Oh yeah. Feel energized for the shit. Yes, uh, uh, here's a bunch of uh, Reddit DMs from Dick Masterson on Reddit from someone. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, this is this look pretty shady at most. Okay. Uh, he says, um, when will the next show be? Okay, whatever. Uh, two weeks, I think. Uh, why don't you do one with Tim Chains? Maddox did one without you. Uh, Dickie Masterson says, I pitched that and several other co-hosts. It was rejected. <clears throat> Doesn't really say much. I'll be honest. It's fucking <laughs> whatever. I don't, I really get the context for this, but, you know... <clears throat> Yes, a whole timeline that I can explain to explain the context of this. Give me a second while I try to fucking reset the zoom here. Uh, reset here. Okay, there you go. <coughs> Let me see where the fuck it is because I kind of lost it for for a second. Uh, hold on a second. Let me just uh, grab the link again for a minute. And just uh, get it right. <clears throat> but basically what it goes is that even as a um, potential partner... Oh, here it is. Even as a potential... Let's, let's see the recap based on what we all know on this whole Maddox versus Dick Masterson shit. Let's just say that Maddox has this weird po polyamory obsession where he tries to maintain a harem of ex-girlfriends and get them to befriend each other. Dick and Maddox, Maddox's current girlfriend and one of Maddox's ex-girlfriends have from several years before he attended the same wedding. Um, Dick left the wedding with the ex-girlfriend and Maddox went ballistic, immediately texting the ex and worrying about it where she was, basically saying he felt she wasn't safe if she was with Dick. She got creeped out and tried to brush it off. Couple days later, Maddox calls the ex while she is at work a hysterical and emotional wreck, he begs the ex to confirm that she didn't sleep with Dick after the wedding and that there's nothing more going on between her and Dick. Again, she brushes him off and tries to say what she can to calm him down because he sounds seriously disturbed. By the way, all her co-workers are listening to Maddox's pathetic appeals because the ex put it on speakerphone in the middle of the break room. Not long afterwards, Maddox angrily interrogates Dick about what happened the night of the wedding. To defuse the situation, Dick lies about it and says he just took the ex home and that was the end of their contact. Maddox eagerly accepts the explanation with relief and he is very glad to hear that Dick did not sleep with the ex. He says if Dick had slept with the ex, it would have been a massive betrayal of Maddox's trust and undermine their professional and personal relationships. <clears throat> Without Maddox knowing, Dick starts going steady with the ex-girlfriend. After several months, Maddox finally discovers via some third-party informants that Dick has been going out with ex-girlfriend all this time. He literally breaks down into tears over this revelation in front of grown men and refuses to work with Dick ever again thus ending the best pro the best uh, program in the universe uh, podcast. So, get this. Dick has lied, has fucked over Maddox. He's 
he's like friend and partner on the best uh, podcast in the universe show. <clears throat> he fucked his girlfriend. All right, just uh, what? He fucked him over. And like, you can say whatever you want about Maddox or whatever. He's a cock, I know. But like, Dick, it's, it's like not being better than him. It's in any way. It's like being this fucking absolute lying cunt just to get fucking pussy. He's trying to get laid with as many women as he as he can without with all this regard for integrity or whatever. He's a massive fucking degenerate fuckwad who fucks all the women he can at the cost of his own integrity. And that's no good on my book. Oh no. That's nothing good on my book, I tell you that much. <clears throat> that's not really good. And funny thing, uh, you know how Dick Masterson, I know this from Jesse, right? From Dead Board Awful and everything like that, you know? That that shit is funny. That but uh <laughs> you know, some people notice the shit. And notice this shit because Dick is normally taking his testosterone supplements because, you know, deep down it's a FTM transgender, you know. But I noticed this little post from Kiwi Farms in here, which explains the whole situation here. Uh, the talk, he does this in podcasts, right? He, he tucks his hair behind the headphones or whatever he's holding or whatever, and he pretends... Like, this is kind of like the long long hair over the forehead, right? But then, then what happens is the poof. Hair from the middle of the scalp is puffed up under the headphones and drawn forward, giving the impression of thicker hair and hairline. This one video, this guy has somewhere where he's really, obviously does the poof with while putting his headphones. The talk is where he strands to the front of the head and uh, talk uh, into the earphones on the side facing the camera, giving the impression his line comes down further than it really does. This is true techniques that uh, Dick Masterson really does to hide his uh, receding hairline because he's taking too many testosterone supplements and obviously he's probably balding. So <clears throat> he has to do this shit every time. That's what I'm trying to shit to say here. And he's aging like shit. He's way aging way worse than Brit Bong. The only thing that's remaining for Dick is to actually use Instagram filters on his selfies to actually somehow seem like he's not aging at all. I don't know about that, but that's like the usual Brit Bong shit that he does. And it's still funny because I'm quite a sucker for funny stuff. I know it. <laughs> I know it particularly, right? Let's get going with some final kind of stuff. All right, let's uh, let's finish it off with a, a TDS fanboy lightning round. I found this unlisted video from the TDS fan. Somehow, Kentillions was uh, kicked out of the TDS fan base. For uh, for a minute, because uh, something about uh, fucking chain link or some shit, I don't care. But they did the super cringe video. Let's react to it together and see what this is all about. 
for high crimes and misdemeanors against the dick show community. Okay, okay, okay. Stop right there. We can notice firsthand the guy... The guy isn't really particularly in good shape. Uh, the guy on the right especially. You know, the whole costume makes it seem like he's got big giant pecs. But deep down, look at his fucking spaghetti arms. And he's obviously hiding the face because I think... It's not that attractive as it may seem. He's trying to like LARP as a New Vegas uh, legionnaire from the Caesars Legion or something like that. But he's like frail as shit. He looks like shit with his noodle arms. That's what I'm saying about this guy. We hereby sentence Cantillians to death for buying Chainlink at a stupid price and selling it at an even stupider price. He will pay for his crimes. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Hold on a second. I, I might need to explain this shit for the only audio-only listeners out there. Uh, this guy on the left, with the rifle in his hands, and the, like, um, the balaclava in his head, he's got uh, these stoner eyes. Uh, <laughs> he's got really betty, uh, Steve Buscemi style eyes in here. I don't know why. He's gonna. I don't know if he has Down syndrome or something. I have no fucking idea. But it's funny. I guess it's funny. Tonight, Chris the Kiwi will drink his blood. Oh no, not Chris the Kiwi, no! Oh, Jesus. Yeah, you got him, dude! You shot down a sex store! Yeah, you got him, dude! You shot down a blow up doll! Okay, obviously, this is a part where I don't want to fucking play because it's heavily implying terroristic shit. But uh, the video goes on to like beheading the blow up doll. I don't know what they're trying to prove in here about Cantillions or something, I guess. And they're burning it off. Of, of fucking course. They, they wouldn't be involved in this kind of terroristic shit, wouldn't they? I don't know if Dick really endorses that kind of shit, but... I don't know what the music is all about. It seems like a really weird cult to be involved in in this kind of shit. I had no fucking idea. But, Jesus, it's very cringe. And also, <clears throat> there's some particular funny stuff surrounding the Dick Masterson fanbase that I also want to tackle about. Is the fact that uh, Mint, it's Salad Mint, dedicated uh, a hashtag to like some sort of Inktober stuff. Here it is, I think. Uh, if you can give me a second to showcase the full image here for one second. <clears throat> it's the TDS Inktober 2020, and you can see it here. Anyways, uh, it has uh, several themes for each day of October, which uh, is, uh, includes fire, horrors, uh, Greenland, drugs, alcohol, road rage, Maddox, Parrot, uh, Trap, Scene, all I'm saying is, where's Digibro? Shouldn't be there a day dedicated to Digibro or something? I don't know about that, lady. I don't know about that. 
But, um, you know, what turned out of this is the funniest kind of response to this hashtag. If you look up the um, TDS Inktober uh, hashtag on Twitter, let me just look it up for real quick. Uh, let me just grab it up. Uh, if I can grab it, Indians in October 2020. And search it on Twitter and look at, at it yourself on Twitter. And it has pretty interesting submissions. You know about it. <laughs> this, um, the stuff like this, I'll show you that in here. Interesting submissions by lovely trolls, A-logs if you may, which infest the whole thing. Of course, I made my couple contributions here. If you look at the most recent thing, there's more. Uh, <laughs> the, least, the least favorite producer. <laughs> that's uh, that's obviously the bodybuilder lady Jake is trying to hate on. You know, this one. I hate Maddox. Get money. <laughs> that's, um, that's pretty interesting. That's really creative. And of course, Dick Masterson with a whole... Homecoming King on the forehead, or actually it says Prom King on the forehead, but it should be called Homecoming King, okay? That's the proper term for this guy. And of course there's, uh, you know, Riley, the producer of the show with this thing about wanting to fight Cameron Clark or something like that. Hmm. Quality stuff, real Quality stuff, I tell you. This is real quality in here. And if you can make your contributions as well. You can contribute to the TDS Inktober 2020 hashtag and make your contributions there. Mint will, Mint will appreciate it, I guess. Let's see what he, what it says on her Twitter, by the way. I guess uh, there's... Oh, I'm blocked. Oh, a fucking course. Why not? Well, why not, I guess? I guess, look at this. He, she's already got me blocked for that kind of shit. That's cool. I love it. I love this kind of slack into my shit. I love this kind of stuff. I love when it happens because I'm a sucker for funny stuff. I'm a sucker for this kind of funny stuff. Real, real fucking good quality. Gourmet quality. Lovely. I hope there's anything else in a way. If not, I'll just uh, grab it off in here. And uh, oh, of course, this is another last thing I want to show you here, which is pretty funny. Uh, Maddox had a t-shirt where uh, he's trying to sell in, in, in green with the whole wanted uh, poster about his like um, VTuber style streams or whatever. And Dick bought it to Owen Maddox. Look at his chicken legs. Okay. <laughs> his chicken legs. And wearing a Maddox t-shirt he actually bought from Maddox. Just to own Maddox. You buy stuff from someone to you hate to own that person you hate. That's cool, bro. Good idea. Oh, you know, like anyone could basically say, oh, don't financially support people you hate. But there you go. That's a good idea, bro. That's a real good idea. But I guess that's uh, what it comes up to Dick Masterson, Dax, etc., whatever. Dittler Dax. I'll call him Dittler Dax. Anyway. 
<clears throat> bottom line of this whole story is that you know when you claim to be something you aren't you should be made fun of i don't do this because i'm trying to bully someone or i'm trying to avenge someone or take vengeance or whatever i'm really doing this for the sake of justice you know this is like a bowling show for all those individuals those sociopathic vermin who fucked over not only me but also people like me as well and fucked other kinds of people as well for the sake of their own personal gain and that's what's gonna be the main point of this podcast from now on just mainly making fun of these sociopaths and psychopaths there's uh, probably uh dick masterson there's ethan ralph there's Spritbong. there's probably even more in the radar that i gotta cover about you know some some others as well but in the end i do this for the good all fucking justice and i fucking love it i fucking love it this is gonna be on spotify this is gonna be on itunes this is gonna be on google podcast this is gonna be on youtube this is gonna be probably backed up even on BitChute or something like that right it's gonna be probably on the public for everyone to see how much these assholes psychopathic assholes how much evil they are and it's for everyone to see and i hope you guys enjoy the shit and i hope some dickhead dick masterson dittler dax fanboy comes to me at my stream watches this shit and tells me thank you jma for enlightening me on dick masterson aka dax herrera and that's my stuff anyways i gotta call it for the show today I hope you guys enjoyed. Be sure to check out jma.tv for all the stuff regarding me. jma.tv slash premium for premium content. Jamal Al-Kahit TV on Twitter for my Twitter feed. Very cool. Very nice. Uh, Patreon.com slash jma.tv to support my game development stuff. And anyone you can support it's really appreciated you can support jma tv and jma games in many ways uh i'll just leave it here you can check out the socials down below by the way there's news in here i now got a new facebook page and a new instagram page really cool my bro so if you want to check it out check the socials down below in the description uh facebook uh instagram and instagram i called online n word so look it up all right follow me there for like on facebook follow me on twitter that kind of stuff all right that's really fucking cool and i hope you guys i'll see you next saturday with another episode of the jma live podcast i hope you enjoyed and i'll see you next time Spanish aid on my island. Wouldn't even dare come to my doorbell.